Hey guys, is it kind of difficult for you sometimes to wait for your girl to come? I know it is because there really is an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. It's a fact, but that's okay because there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy who wants to last a little longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, Promescent has a whole line of products for women. I love their warming gel. They have buzzing gel. They have supplements for both men and women that are going to make you hornier. They also sell lube. They sell condoms. They have everything you need. Not only do I recommend Promescent products, 2000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to delayspray.com to get everything you need. That's delayspray.com. Promescent has a money back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. Thanks Promescent for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous, both on Instagram or Twitter. You could also DM me over there if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because they change everybody's voices. That's right. Every voice you hear in here, even though it sounds normal, it's not. It's not their voice at all. Okay. I change everyone's voices. I change names. You could call me from a phony number. I just want to hear your true life story. If you want to be on the show, like I said, you could go to Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous, DM me there. You could email me Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or you could go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast.com and click on be on the show. You could also go and call into my confessions hotline. All the voices there are changed to. You could go there to confess a short confession. Some people go over there to not audition for the show, but tell me what they want to talk about. And if I'm interested, I'll send them a text. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. That number, you could call 24-7. Uh, make sure you're in a quiet place, though, okay? A lot of people call, and I can't hear an effing word they're saying. <laughs> uh, if you're not, if you haven't followed my show yet on uh, the podcast app that you're listening to, make sure to follow it. I have a Patreon where uh, the I show all pictures of mostly all of my female guests. They all send me in sexy pics of themselves. If you want to see a body, you don't see faces unless they're, you know, have an OnlyFans or something. But if you want to see people that have been on my show, put like a body to the story. You could sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The couple on today 
have sent me in pics. Okay, I have pics of Amanda and Johnny, and you're going to hear from them both. First you hear from Johnny, then you hear from Amanda. I did that. I did them that way. She wasn't available to speak at the same time he was. So I'm like, I'll get his story. But because she was interested in calling in too, and I know that everybody loves to hear from the girls, I decided to get Amanda on after. So Johnny first talks about their open cock hot wife scenario that they had have. He talks about how it started. Uh, their first MMF threesome they had. It was with her tattoo artist guy. They flew him out. They all had a fucking threesome. And then he stayed for days, okay? And then they did full swaps with him and a girlfriend. And they talked about, at least he talked about it. And also Amanda expanded on the fact that when she saw him with another girl, she was not down for it, okay? She wasn't into it. She's not into women. She's not into seeing. She explains why. Johnny's okay with that because his thing is he has no jealousy, zero jealousy. He loves nothing more than to see Amanda with other dudes. And she loves it too. And they set up some hot scenarios, okay? Like she sees guys without him. She videotapes them. She audio tapes, tapes it. She sends it to him. She sees guys at the house while he's at work. And over time, what they're into and what they do has totally evolved. I mean, right now, as of now, and it's not how it started out, he is very much like a a cock. I mean, he doesn't do the whole humiliation thing, but he is very into her being with guys who are way bigger than him. And she's into it too. She talks about how she, because I asked her, like, are you a size queen? She's like, I am now. <laughs> After all the guys she's been with. She does talk about a threesome that she had before, Johnny, before she met him, that was her first threesome with, with two guys, okay? But then she does talk about how they started, how she felt the first time that he put it out there because she didn't really trust it. Like, anybody would, wouldn't trust it. You know, is it a fucking trap? Like, is your guy really going to be happy seeing you with someone else? Because she didn't like seeing him with someone else. But, uh, so, you know, we talk about, I talk about that with her. Uh, she talks about, what she's into and what her type is. He also talks about what he's looking for. And like I said, it has a lot to do with like guys being bigger and better than him. They've done DP. They've done DVP. He told me about the DP, but then of course I asked her more questions about it. And she talked about a, like a situation where she had DVP too. She talks about what's on her bucket list and it starts with a gang and it ends with a bang and it's a gang bang <laughs> I'm trying to do more than two guys could I say yet that they love cre uh, reclaiming sacks and he loves to be the cleaning guy clean up guy and she loves nothing more than to do all these things the more it turns him on the more it turns her on she's totally into all of that she believes that opening up their marriage has made their relationship stronger they've been doing this for a long time they're on very solid ground uh, they're very open with each other about everything. They were open with me about everything. Uh, and like I said, the way this is going to go down is first, you're going to hear from Johnny and he gives a great bigger picture, but with some great details. Okay. And some hot stories. And then Amanda comes on and she gives me her side of the story as well as more interesting details. So if you want to see them, go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. All the links to everything is in the description. But I'm going to be right back on with Johnny first and then Amanda. 
Uh, hi, Johnny of Johnny and Amanda. <laughs> I'm going to have you on first. I'm going to talk to Johnny first, and then I'm going to have Amanda on separately. You are a married, hot wife, cuckold couple. I'm going to hear yep. from your wife after I hear from you, but you're going to give me basically the whole story, and then I'm sure I'll have questions for Amanda, too. So now, uh, you guys have been doing this for over, like, 15 years, or have you been married for 15 years, and this is something new? What's your guy's story? We- We've been married for 15 years, and uh, we got into what we thought was going to be just some MFM threesomes uh, about three years into our marriage. We, oh. uh, we had, Previous to our marriage, we were both fairly sexual people. We had both been involved in, in threesomes in the past, um, and we thought we'd uh, like to try and spice it up a little bit more. I mean, we've always had a fantastic sex life, but uh, we wanted to bring somebody else into the, into the bedroom, and, and uh, she wasn't totally keen on another girl and i was fine with that i was i'd been in several mfm threesomes prior to that and and i was totally cool with with her uh you know being with another guy so that's kind of what what prompted it what started it i guess you could say yeah you know what's so interesting when i wasn't sucked into this world of mine that i'm in now where i hear everybody's secret confessions and lived in like the regular world (laughs) i i really always assumed and i think the word on the street is that the threesome with two women is every guy's top of the mountain but what i found through talking to people is i think it's the opposite i think more guys are into the mmf threesome as far as what i've seen on my show yeah i would agree um something about uh seeing my wife receive pleasure um even just watching or, or being involved like we've done We've done quite a few different scenarios. So, uh, I mean, I guess what started the whole scenario is we talked about a threesome. And it took uh, it took Amanda probably a year or two to find, like, I said, well, tell you what, you find a candidate you, you want to have in the bedroom with us. And, and as long as I'm cool with him, then we'll do that. It, it took her some time to find the right person. And it ended up actually being our, our tattoo artist. Um, no way. She was, she, <laughs> Yeah, she was very open with him when she was getting tattoos and stuff. And, you know, you get a six or seven or eight hour long tattoo and you kind of talk about everything. So um, they they chatted quite a bit about sex and, and that kind of stuff. She always seems to get turned on when she gets tattooed. So that helps, too. So um, she uh, I she was texting with me while she was being tattooed. She was in she was in Las Vegas getting a tattoo when I was I was back at home and she was texting with me saying, you know, like this guy might be the right guy. And I was like, well, just ask him. I mean. See if he see if he <laughs> see if he's down for it, and oh, we'll yeah. figure out how we can how we can all connect somehow. And we set up the uh, we set we decided to set up a meet, and we actually flew him from Vegas to to our hometown because we're we're in a fairly small hometown in 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 the rural area. And uh, we kind we decided to fly him up, and we would do some tattooing, and, and we would see if we could uh, um, make this threesome happen. And uh, that's where the whole hot wife thing came in. I, I was working, so I wasn't able to go to the airport with her to pick him up. So, and the airport is about four hours from our home. So she had quite a drive to go to the airport to pick him up and then quite a drive home. And, uh, I kind of in the back of my head, because there had been a lot of chit chat back and forth and videos sent back and forth between us before we all met. I kind of thought in the back of my head that he, this, this guy's probably going to try something. 
And I was kind of like, this is before I really even knew what hot wifing was, but I was, I was kind of into it. I was like, you know, it'd be cool if, if he tried something when I wasn't there. And, and she's, uh, she never thought, like I said, you know, if you try something, see where it goes. And she's like, he's not going to do anything. And, and in the back of my head, I was like, he's a guy, he's definitely going to do something. Um, my, my wife's pretty easy to look at. She's, she's tall and, and, uh, big breasted and, and covered in tattoos and, um, she's easy on the eyes. So I, I suspected, uh, when I sent her to go pick him up, that maybe he'd try something. And, and coincidentally on the way home, um, there was a, a big storm and they ended up having to stop at uh, a, a small town on the way home. And she texted me and said, it's, it's really bad out here. I wonder if I should get a hotel room. And I said, yeah, get one hotel room. She was like, no, we'll, we'll get two. And I'm like, no, I just get one and see what happens. Wow. So they stopped at this, uh, this small town, got a hotel room. And, uh, pretty much as soon as they walked in the door, um, he was basically all over her and, uh, they had a pretty good night. I, I uh, it, obviously I didn't know what was going on at the time it was be- before we had really done anything like this. And, and sh- so she had a great time with him and, and, uh, they fucked in all the ways you can fuck. And, and, you know, he, he, uh, he, he, you know, fucked her in the ass and, 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 you know, basically everything They had a, a really exciting night. And then they made their way all the way home the next day. And unbeknownst to me, this had happened. She had still hadn't told me that this had happened. Anyway, they got to our house and she kind of let on that something might've happened. And, uh, you know, we, we sat around and, and had drinks and, uh, I think we might've got a little bit of tattoo work done that night. And then we had some more drinks and, uh, before I know it, uh, we're getting her naked and, uh, I'm kind of watching him, um, you know, go, go after her. We move our way to the bedroom and, and, uh, she goes down on him right away. And I'm kind of watching this in awe. Can't believe it's actually happening. And, uh, I don't know. We had, we had probably a two or three hour long session that night. And, and, uh, I didn't know what we were going to try, but I mean, we, we did, we did uh, dual penetration. Uh, you know, we did spit roasting. We did, we did all the things that you'd expect uh, a male, female male threesome to do so he he stayed with us for a week so we pretty oh, much wow. did this for almost four nights in a row um we had you know basically threesomes the whole time and when i went to work during the day um they fucked a couple of times when i was at work and uh, i come home and you know she'd take me to the bedroom and tell me all about it and stuff like that so i i, I didn't realize how turned on i was until here we are into it i'm like you know i, I love it when she gets fucked and I'm not there and then she tells me about it and we've kind of evolved from that and tried lots of different scenarios since that first, that first get together. Um, I mean, to add to that story, he's come back three or four times and he even actually brought his, his girlfriend at the time one time and stayed with us for a few weeks. And that was our first experience in the full swap swinging, I guess you could say. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Um, that's the one and only woman I've been with other than my wife since, uh, since we got married. Uh, it, was mostly, it was mostly hot tubs, drinks, and then a whole bunch of drunk people uh, taking it way too far. And <laughs> me and... Me and Amanda had not talked about any boundaries or anything that we were okay with or weren't okay with. And so we went through a little bit of a, a strange rough patch um, kind of right after that had happened. With, we, we had done two nights with this couple where we had done full swaps. And uh, um, I think she, she struggled to watch me with another woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she felt like maybe I, I like fucking the other woman more than I like fucking her, which... I don't know why she'd think that, but, but it's not, it's definitely not true, but it was just a whole different scenario. So anyway, you know, we, uh, we did the one full swap or the two full swaps, two nights in a row. And then, uh, it was actually strange cause it wasn't weird after that. Like we, we kind of all decided that we were going to like take it cool for a little bit. Um, he's been back to see us a couple of times since then and, and nothing more really has gone on the last few times he came back because he has a steady girlfriend now and, and didn't want to mess with that. And, and we didn't want to mess with that. So, um, after the, the first couple of encounters with them, I, I, uh, I suggested she, she's a, a bit of a gym rat. She goes to the gym all the time. And, you know, I, I, I would always tease her when she was headed off to the gym. I'd be like, Hey, uh, tell me, you know, check out, check out the guys. Tell me if there's anybody there that you think is cute or hot. And she'd laugh and, and, uh, but she'd go and, and she, you, she'd text me and she'd be like, hey, there's this one guy that's, that's really cute. I'm like, well, go talk to him. And yeah. she, uh, she's naturally a flirt, so it, it comes pretty easy to her. And, and uh, that's kind of how the whole hot wife thing started with us, I guess. And, and, you know, we've been doing it for 10 years now. And Wow. Um, well, listen, the, yeah. the guys at the gym are like, there's a lot of hot guys at the gym. I'm a gym girl and I always worked out in the back with all the guys because I used free weights always. You know, now more girls yep. do that. Back when I was doing it, nobody was back there except me and all these fucking guys. And, you know, she probably met a lot of guys at the gym, did she? I mean, did she bring anyone she, home? She did. Uh, she, she had, yes, uh, she, uh, the, the, the next guy after our tattoo artist, uh, ended up being a guy that she randomly picked up at the gym and they went for drinks. Um, and, uh, she kind of explained the scenario. I don't think he really believed her. Like, I think he thought maybe she might've been cheating or something, but she <laughs> yeah. laid it out on the table for him. And, uh, they did, uh, they did go to his house, uh, one night after the, or after their, after their drinks or whatever they had drinks one night mm-hmm. he went to her house and and they fucked um she was disappointed he was uh he was not the performer that uh you know you see this this big ripped guy yeah you just think he's gonna be you know full of testosterone and a real performer and and, and he wasn't he was kind of a big of a it was a big flop with him so um that was when i decided well maybe i should start looking i told her like look i'll i'll go on some websites and stuff like that and and uh one of the websites we've used in the, in the past aff adult trend finder yeah we, yeah um we put a profile up there and and actually got inundated with people um and it you know it takes a long time to 
to vet these guys and then find out if they want to want to talk. And, and that's kind of how I vet them is I, I see how much they're interested in talking about what we're into and what we want to do and stuff like that before I, once I kind of qualify a person, I'll, I'll kind of hand him off to her and, and she can carry on the conversation through an app or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of how, how we've been doing it is, is I pretty much vet most of the guys, find most of the guys. Um, and then she decides, yeah, he's good or no, I, I don't really feel it with him or whatever. So that's kind of how it's gone from there. And cause I know in the first, the first time it took her years to find a guy and it was her tattoo artist. But after that, once she got into it, was it easier for her to pick out guys that she was into? Yes, it, it was easier for her to, you know, once I kind of, I kind of laid it out and said, Hey, look, imagine you're single and you're maybe just looking for, for a fling or a guy or whatever like take me out of the equation and just think you're single. What, what, what are you attracted to? And just go after that, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I know what body type she likes. I know like she likes a person that can carry a conversation. She's not the type of girl that's just going to say, yeah, I'll come over your house and fuck you. Like that has happened zero times. Um, uh, you know, she needs to have kind of a little bit of chemistry and maybe a a slight emotional connection with the person before she's ready to, to get naked. But, Mm -hmm. uh, she has, no trouble getting naked once uh, once she's determined. Yeah, this guy's smart and funny and and cute and and let's fuck. You know, so. Oh my god, I love that I'm going to talk to her because there's so many questions I want to ask. But I'm like, oh, she would be better answering that question because I really want to know that first conversation with her tattoo guy. You know, but what's so great is I will be talking to her and I'm going to put that conversation with her right after this conversation, all in the same episode. So everyone's going to hear you know more of this story some from your viewpoint some from hers which I think is like really interesting you know but what what so if she does if she is the the type of person that wants you know someone that she feels more comfortable with and there is some chemistry there do you guys typically see the same guy a lot is it or do you have some one and dones or is it more so So, like you can yeah yeah. so there's definitely been some one and dones um the, the first few guys I found on uh, on the AFF uh, website, um, she would go to another town, have dinner with the guy. Um, if she was feeling it, you know, they would go back to the hotel and, and fuck. And we did that a few times, and uh, um, it it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up we ended up she actually found a guy uh, at the supplement store she goes to. She found a guy at the supplement store and started chatting him up and uh that was that was one of the that was actually the first guy that she had an ongoing relationship with Mm -hmm. um he uh he would come over when i go to work and the kids were off at school he would come over um and and they would fuck um all over the place in our house and she would send me the the thing that really turns me on is the random pictures or a little audio clip or a video or even a, a text about you know what she's doing right now mm-hmm. um that was that was kind of my only requirement with this whole if you're going to be with other guys basically i just wanted to feel slightly involved in the in that she would she would let me know what's going on um if she couldn't let me know exactly what was going on at that time she'd give me a full kind of text review she'd send me and as we got more into it like she was she was with this guy for probably about three weeks they must have fucked, I don't know, uh, you know, a dozen times, something like that. Yeah. Uh, in, in the house and stuff like that. And, and she got more into it. And she was, you know, she sent me a, a four minute long video of, of him fucking her in the ass. Wow. Um, which was like, 
mind blown. Like I'm sitting at my office in town and, oh and I'm, I'm looking at this on my, on my, I'm just like so hard and so horny for, for what's going on. Um, um, so that's happened a few times, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I guess probably over the course of, of seven or eight years, um, she had been with, uh, multiple guys, sometimes just one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes she would have like a, you know, a two or three week long scenario. She's had to cut a couple of them off because the guys were kind of essentially falling in love with her and, and like thinking that they're, they're, they're you know, they're going to take her away from me and stuff like that. And, and we're so secure in our relationship and so in love. We both know that like we're able to separate sex and love pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys really started to get attached. So she had to cut off a few of them. Um, one of the guys she used to go see was a power lifter from the gym she had met. And, and uh, he had a girlfriend, but he wasn't really into the girl. So he's like, yeah, you know, so they, they, they would fuck during the day and she would send me videos and, and, uh, and, and texts. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I probably have a, my, my phone library of, of her sexcapades is, is pretty impressive. <laughs> There's an awful lot of videos and texts she's sent me over the years, but yeah. uh, she's had to cut off some of the relationships because they get clingy. Um, sometimes it's just the sex isn't as good as she hoped it to be. So, yeah. and then logistically we're, we're very far from any large cities. So, She's got a couple of guys that uh, she will see. Like she'll go a couple of years out seeing a guy, and then like actually we were in we were in a, a city here for our anniversary, our 15th anniversary, and and we hooked up with a guy she hadn't been with in six years. Um, she was with him by herself um, the first time I wasn't around, and then uh, this time we did a, a dual penetration, male female male, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was that was our uh, that was our anniversary present, I guess. <laughs> Oh, wow. Now, have you ever crossed sword? Like, do you uh, cross swords? Do you do anything with guys? Have you ever done anything like um, that? I, I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely straight, uh, but I I definitely don't have any trouble. I mean, we've we've probably done uh, dual vaginal penetration. I don't know, probably six or seven times. I have no trouble with another guy there. And uh, that's, I guess that's part of the more of the story. As In the last couple of years, I've kind of got more into this cuckolding kind of thing where uh where uh like she she'll go out with a guy that she you know and it, it goes really well um you know she maybe meets him three or four times gets really comfortable with him and and you know she's she's come home after having sex with him still with him inside her and and she'll come home and i'll be in bed and she'll crawl up on my face right away and 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 you know make make me get her off like that with his cum still in her so that's become something that i didn't think I would ever be into, but just how naughty it is and, 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 and how intimate I guess it is. It, it, it's become something that really turns me on. So we've started to do that. And, and, uh, we've had a few, uh, MFMs where like I've been on the bottom, we've been in like a 69 position. I've been on the bottom and he's been, um, fucking her from behind right in front of my face and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, until he comes and then I'll, I'll clean her or whatever. So it's been something that's, not something that I thought I was into, and, and I, I still feel as though I'm definitely a straight male. There's no question about that, but uh, I have no trouble with 
with a, a you know a guy's dick hitting me in my face or, or something <laughs> silly like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> crossing swords. That's what guys call it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that because I think that they call it like reclaiming sex and a lot of people that are into cuckolding or hot wifing. Yeah. That's a big part of it. That could be a big turn on to someone. And it's interesting that it has... It, you know, you're still being introduced to new things that you wouldn't have thought you would be into. Even the hot wifing thing in the beginning. I mean, it started off where you were going to be there. Like you didn't even realize so much that you were going to be so into the fact of her doing it without you there. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that she would prefer, like, I know she prefers when I'm there. Mm -hmm. Um, She likes two guys at once for sure. Like we've talked about maybe even more guys at once that, that logistically is very difficult because she's very picky and, and, and it's hard to find multiple guys that are okay yeah. with crossing swords or whatever. Yeah. So we haven't made it happen yet, but we've, we've talked about it on multiple occasions and, and we're, we're both open to something like that. So I think that'll probably develop down the future too. Um, the, like the, the cuck holding, reclaiming sex stuff. That's, uh, that's kind of in the last three or four years just started to happen. Um, and now more and more like, you know, she wants to go, she wants to get fucked and filled and then come back to me full of another guy's cum. And, and then we either fuck her, I clean her or well, whatever the scenario may be. So yeah, she's, she's, she finds it almost as hot as I do. I think, I think she, she maybe doesn't want, <laughs> I guess she, she, she knows how much I enjoy it. That's why she enjoys it, I guess. Or she might enjoy it, too. I mean, you know, it's very yeah. dirty, naughty, like you said. I mean, that could be hot. And especially when, I think when you push, the more you push boundaries and the more things you do, then sometimes, you know, you need something a little bit more. You know, once you start fucking other people and your husband knows and that's like, you think that's the dirtiest thing and it's so hot. But after you do it a long time, okay, like, what's the next thing, you know, to get that sort of fix of, oh, this is so hot and dirty, you know, so and, and that's what it feels like. It yeah. feels like this relationship continues to evolve, and like, like the gangbang fantasy scenario might be a little bit more of mine. But she's like, you know, if it was the right two or three guys, I, I she'd totally be into it, right? Like, yeah, uh, she, she uh, if I if we can find the right candidates, I mean, she she loves sex, and she loves she's become a bit of a size queen. She loves a, a big guy, um, not only physically big, but like with a big dick, and you know. Um, she's not a marathon sex girl. So, you know, the three or four hour sessions, she's not so much into she, but she's totally into uh, a guy, you know, a guy with a 10 inch cock, um, fucking her, you know, for a couple hours. She's like, she loves that. So. Right. Now, do you have a preference? Because I'm going to get all her specifics from her. And like I said, I'm so excited that I'm going to be talking to her and people are going to get instant gratification because they're going to hear from her next. But, you for know, sure. what is do you have something that you look for when you're vetting the guys? Do you have any kind of preferences yourself? Um, well, I know that she's into like, actually, yeah, I do. I, I like guys that are even more, you know, of a of a of a, a, a an aggressive dominant male than I am. Like oh, I interesting. can be dominant, mm-hmm. but I but I almost prefer being a bit submissive. I love it when she comes home and like doesn't say a word and just crawls up onto my face and like she's kind of orchestrating the whole scenario. Like yeah. that's probably the biggest thing for me. I, I love that. So mm-hmm. when I when I'm looking for a guy for her, uh first things first, I know she's into guy big guys with muscles. So that's, you know, uh fairly straightforward to find. Uh, I know that you know, the kind of, the kind of guy she's looking for, um, in the face, you know, in his face, facial looks and stuff like that. And then when I start to talk to them, 
Um, I get more into, you know, is this guy, is this guy just a, a dipshit from the gym or is, you know, is, is he intelligent? Like <laughs> yeah. she likes, she likes conversation and, yeah. and, and a funny guy and stuff like that. So an intelligent guy, a bigger guy. And I definitely immediately, like one of my first questions is how big's your cock? Like, uh, she, she's a bit of a size queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that I know what she's looking for. So let's, let's see it. And, uh, you know, can you go multiple times? Are you a big comer? Can you come back to back? Like I try and set her up with, with a really dominant, aggressive male that's bigger than me and more aggressive than me, so that she can kind of get her. She loves to be. She's a she's a a, a, a tall woman. She's five foot ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one hundred and fifty pounds. So she's not a little girl. So she, you know, she likes to be with a guy that can throw her around. And I'm five ten and two hundred pounds. So you know, I can hold my own. But a guy that's like she was with a power lifter that was six foot two and two hundred seventy five pounds and could deadlift eight hundred pounds. She loved the way how big he was and how he was able to just kind of throw her around. She, she loves being taken by a man, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Cause as a woman, it's just going to make you feel more like a woman. And if you're a bigger woman like that, a lot of guys don't make you feel that way because you're just physically bigger and stronger, you know? So of course yeah. she's going to be down for that. Now I know that a lot of other cocks have felt this way. And I'm wondering if for you, it's a thing. I don't know how big your dick is, but do you prefer that they have bigger dicks than you? I mean, is that a part of it or no? Oh my God. I have to tell you about my favorite vibrator, the Crescendo by Mystery Vibe. You want to know why it's my favorite? Because it is bendable. And when I say bendable, I mean fully effing bendable. You could bend this thing like a finger to hit your G spot. It also has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole vibrator, which means there are no dead zones like all the other vibrators out there. There are also 12 preset vibes, 16 intensities, and there's an app that goes with it. So you could customize your experience and make it different every time. There's a reason why the Crescendo has won over 20 international awards, and that's because it is seriously one of a kind. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and look at it. You're going to see exactly what I mean. And just for listening to this show, you're going to get 15% off when you use my code strictly 15. And after October 13th, you'll get an additional 25% off on top of my code. So go now, use code strictly 15 for 15% off plus an additional 25% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this show. Yeah, 100%. I, I always prefer a guy to have a much bigger cock than I do. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm just right around just a little bit shy of eight inches and, and, and I would say a pretty decent girth, girth but yeah. so it's a little hard to find her but um, I definitely love like she loves being stretched I love the feeling of her pussy when she comes home after she's been with a bigger guy or if I'm there and she's been with a bigger guy and I fuck her right after and she'll say things like I can hardly feel you like that's such a turn on to me for whatever reason isn't that fascinating um, that's fascinating to me because it is the antithesis of what you think any guy would want or think you know 100 percent. I, mm-hmm. I i you know like i've never been a jealous person i love that she flirts i wish she'd do it more to tell you the honest truth but interesting yeah you know we have we have three kids in busy lives and i own a business and, she, and she's a homeschooler so you know we've got lots of things going on so it's tough to to always make this happen but i try my best to 
to to find the right candidates and try and set it up. A lot of times we have to travel to make that work and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's weird how much I I love her being with a. I guess I could say a a more manly man than me, a more dominant man than me, yeah. a bigger man, somebody that can fuck better. Like I keep telling her all the time, I'm like, I am trying to find you a guy that can give you way more orgasms than I can. I want a guy that can fuck you better than I can. Yeah. One with a dick that feels better than mine. And, and it, that's weird, I think, yeah. for, for a lot of people. But for me, it's such a turn on to know that she's being pleasured by a, by a guy that I can't compare to. Yeah, let me tell you, that is a true cuck there. I mean, I, you're not that much. It doesn't sound like, but maybe it, I don't know, you tell me. But it doesn't sound like you have so much the, oh, you want to be completely humiliated. But you're you're you you do like for him to be bigger, better. You do want that aspect yes. to it. That is a lot of times a part and, of the cuckold experience, a true cuckold. And, and I, as we as we enter this cuckold thing, I find like I re- do more research on it, and I find more things that I think I would be more into. And and like you what? Know, like, uh, well, I mean, I've always wanted to be on the bottom in a 69 with her um, and then have the guy finish in her and then pull out. And then she just sits directly on my face like that. That for me is like the hugest turn on just recently. Um, I got a, a, a chastity cage, mm-hmm. which we've played with a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I never, ever thought like the humiliation portion of it, like where she calls me useless sissy or something like that. We're <laughs> not into that at all. Yeah. But, but, I, but recently I have kind of revisited some of the guys she's been with, some of the bigger guys. And, you know, I've, I've had I've, I've had intimate conversations with her like, with his, like, I want her to tell me his dick was way better than mine. And she still struggles to, I like, know. hurt the shit. I don't want to hurt my I feelings. I understand. She's starting to open up to the fact, like, there's there was this one guy she was with a couple of times. And she's like, his, his cock was amazing. Like, it wasn't the longest, but it was so thick. And it, it was so much bigger than yours. And... And yeah, I came harder with his cock than I do with yours. And that was like a huge turn on to me. So yeah. that's something that, that uh, we've kind of started to do. And, and then the, the, one of the last times we had, uh, well, I thought it was going to be an MFM, but essentially this one was pretty hot. I set it all up. I found a guy in a city. We had to, we had to go to the city and get a hotel room. And I blindfolded her, and she knew there was a guy coming, but I blindfolded her. She was naked on the bed, and I he come up to the room, and I let him in. And she had me in a chastity cage, so I'm caged watching this. And he comes in, and, like, he's nine and a half inches. Uh, he's, like, six foot four, 240 or 50 pounds, and he's got nine and a half inch cock. And um, he, you know, he goes over to the bed, and uh, pulls his dick out and, you know, gets her to put her hand on it. She starts rubbing him, and you can tell, like, the, her look, like, just her her, her uh, body language. She was like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. And um, so I watched this guy destroy her for, like, a half an hour. Um, and then uh, she knew I wanted, I wanted him to come in her. And uh, so as he was getting close, she had already come three or four times by this point. And as, she, as he was getting close, he said, I'm going to come in your pussy. And she's like, yes, come in my pussy, come in my pussy. And he came in her and I'm still in my cage and I'm watching all this, like in disbelief. I can't believe it's happening in front of my face. Yeah. And, uh, then she, then I get on the bed and she, she straddles me and the guy takes a video of me cleaning her. 
Um, and then I, she ended up taking the cage off and I, I, I got to fuck her afterwards and he filmed it. And I, I probably, I was so excited and turned on. I probably only lasted, you know, three or four minutes. Um, but she had caught me, you know, she commented as I was fucking her. I, I said, you're so loose. And she's like, I can hardly feel you. And I basically just sent me over the edge and, wow. you know, I pulled out and came all over. And, and that was like one of the craziest ones we've done so far for me anyways, like kind of checking a lot of the cuckolding boxes, I guess. Yeah, it's super extreme from where you came from and where you started. I'm sure yeah. that guy that was like, you know, when she when you were setting up the MMF threesome, if you would have thought this was something that you would be doing or into, you probably would have been like, no way. But it, you opened that Pandora's box and look what happened. It's interesting to me how it has yeah. evolved and because it sounds like it's interesting to you. And I, I totally I can't wait to talk to your wife about how, you know, she. You tell her, oh, tell me that his dick is bigger, and she still feels like, are you positive? I just think it's just such the antithesis of what you feel like somebody else would want, especially if it's not how you feel. You know, like, she's not into seeing you with other women, correct, still? Right, right. Yeah, she's not into me into seeing me with other women. We've talked, like, we've we visited a couple of swinger, well, we went to one swinger um, hangout, and... Uh, with a couple of other couples and I didn't know if anything was going to happen. We really had like, I knew that she wasn't keen on me being with another woman. So we had, we all ended up just fucking kind of side by side in this big room, which was fun. It was different. And I, I think that we'll probably progressively open up more and maybe we will have maybe some full swaps. Maybe we will have another woman, but it's, that's not what it's about for me. I, I honestly, I could care less. I, I get off on seeing her, pleasured so if it was a if it was a woman that could get her off then i guess i'd 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 be into that but i know how much she likes dick and and it gets her off and the bigger the better the more dominant the hotter it is for me i i love seeing her pleasured or like some of the hottest stuff she 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 dated this this one guy for probably six or seven months um I, i found him on ashley madison actually and he was in kind of a bit of a failed marriage his 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 wife was turning into a lesbian i think and (laughs) and anyway she went went on this date with him things went well so they had a second date and uh he she ended up fucking him in in his truck and they probably did that six or seven times he he fucked her in his truck and she would turn her phone on and hit the audio record so she would record the whole audio of this 20 or 30 minute long get together Mm -hmm. and then she would send me a text recap of what happened and i would so i would have this text recap of what they did and then this audio to go along with it and wow you know like so i could listen to this 30 minute long you know hearing her hearing her with him like he he was quite large too he was a nine inch guy wasn't a big guy but he had a big cock and she really really enjoyed him um so yeah like listening to him fuck her for 30 minutes in the back of a you know listening to her come and stuff like that. Like I can tell, like, you know, it's been 15 years. I can tell when she's going to come. I can tell how hard she's coming. And I mean, she really liked this guy. So it, it was a super turn on to, to get all the audio from that. And they, they had probably a dozen, no, half a dozen hotel dates where she'd stay overnight with him. And then I'd come back, he'd leave for work in the morning. And I, I would call in. I'm not coming in in the morning. I would go see her right after they had had sex. Mm-hmm. And I, we'd have sex in the hotel room. Wow. So. 
Yeah. I mean, first of all, let me ask you a question. Are you guys going to be sending me in some anonymous pics for my Patreon? Because people are going to want to put some like people to this, these stories. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. I can do that. Yeah, I love that. So listen, I cannot wait to talk to Amanda. Okay. I want her. She needs to expand. I'm going to have all my questions. I'm saving all my questions for her because, but I love this whole recap you gave me and everything you told me. I mean, this is like a wild story. It's interesting. I mean, I could talk to so many different couples that open up their relationships, even someone that's like, oh, I'm a cuckold and a hot wife and everyone's going to be different, you know? And I think that your story is super interesting because of how much it has evolved uh and like i said i can't wait to talk to amanda and hear some of the details and get more specific with her so i'm gonna be right back on with amanda okay hey amanda Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I just talked to your husband, Johnny. <laughs> Those are your fake names. <laughs> you know that we, yeah. we're calling him Johnny. We're calling you Amanda. So listen, we yep. just heard Johnny gave, he was a very good storyteller. He gave a very great uh, big picture story. He had some, he got into some details. And I, I remember like the first question I was thinking that I wanted to ask you was like, how did that first conversation go with that tattoo artist because like you know what he explained was you guys both decided you were going to do a threesome you didn't want to do it with a woman you want to do it with a man and it took you a long time to figure out who that guy was going to be like years and then all of a sudden you're like getting a tattoo one day and somehow the conversation comes up and you get your tattoo artist down for the threesome how did that exact conversation go down well it was a while ago so I don't remember it exactly but we he's very like forward Mm -hmm. so he just will ask me whatever questions that he's wondering about so he just flat out asked me if I've ever had a threesome before while I was getting tattooed yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. why not right you're sitting there for hours (laughs) yeah yeah you tend to talk about everything when you're sitting there for that long Mm -hmm. um yeah, he just asked me if I've ever had a threesome, and I told him that I had. So, of course, he asked if it was male, like two males or one female and another guy, or but it was two guys. And I was more into that than uh, a threesome with a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, oh, so he, he wasn't went, the first one. You have. I thought he said that the tattoo guy was the first one. I didn't realize there was. So he, in our marriage. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so explain that to me. So that was when I was a bit younger. (laughs) So I used to work in a bar, and I was out one night after work, and I actually just met these two guys, and we ended up going downtown. um, And one of them started hitting on me in the car, and then we ended up uh, having sex outside on a stair set in the middle of the city. With both guys? Yeah. Outside, in public? Yes. Like a drunken scenario? 
I was not drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just working in the bar. You weren't drinking. <laughs> I know when I worked in bars, yeah. I always got fucking wasted. But, you know, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> That's because I think I had an issue with alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So you just randomly, like, were down for sex that night. I mean, it just kind of popped up and you went with it. Yeah. I'm yeah. a very spur-of-the-moment kind of girl. Yeah, I love that. So did you see those guys ever again, or was that a one-and-done, and then the next no. time was with your guy? Yeah. Yeah, that was a one-and-done. I don't even remember names or anything. Um, just had fun and then went home. Then, well, So then we jump back to that story. So you, that guy asked you, have you ever had a threesome? You're like, yeah, it's that threesome with those two guys out in public. And then how does it get yeah. to the point where you're like, well, by the way, me and my husband are looking for somebody. Well, I never actually talked to him about that. I honestly think that they talked without me <laughs> and had this plan of what was going to happen. And when it did happen, um, I thought it was a spur of the moment thing, more so. And Johnny, I guess, kind of knew all along what was going to happen when this tattoo guy came to visit. Right, because you flew him out. Now, he, you must have given him the heads up that you were interested and in if there was going to be a threesome, you'd do it with this tattoo guy. Because I know that what he, he yeah. said was that it was like a long time went by before he got the green light, even though you guys had decided. So you knew that you were attracted yeah, well, to this guy? Yeah, I did. And I guess at first I thought maybe all of these, this talking was just talk between Johnny and I. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure if it would amount to anything. Because you always worry, you don't want someone to be like, oh yeah, we should do this, and then they regret it after. Yeah. So I always had that hesitation, which mm-hmm. is why it took so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you did you have any hesitations about it, like on your end, like when you're saying it, it, when you're saying, oh, I don't want anyone to have a, you know, bad feelings about it? Is that you and your husband? Is it the tattoo guy? I mean, whose feelings were you considering at that point? My husband. Right. You always worry. Yeah, right? Yeah. Especially because, listen, yeah. later down the line, your husband's like, oh, tell me that he's got a bigger dick than me. Like, he really wants that, even though your husband's not small to begin with, but he likes him to be even bigger, right? So it's like... Yeah. It's hard to believe <laughs> that that's true. <laughs> it is. It's a tough It's a tough pill to swallow and, like, a tough thing to wrap your head around at first because you're like, are they serious or... Is this a trap? Is this a trap? Exactly. I totally And get the it. last person you ever want to hurt is your spouse, right? So Yeah, and you could never like take that so back. Many... No, exactly. You know so I, mean? I was terrified for <laughs> yeah, a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because listen, some people, I, I do believe that there are some people out there that do that fucked up shit where they try to get you to say something, but they're coming from a different way, right? Yeah, like it's a test. 
Yeah, it's a test to yeah. see if you would say that because he's nervous that that's the truth. And then you say it and then he's like, fuck, I caught you. You don't fucking like my dick. And now, you know, it, you can never, like I said, get past that. And it's the end of your relationship. So I could totally see why it would yeah. be so hard to trust that scenario, especially with your because he's your husband. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had bad relationships before where there's major jealousy. Yeah. Which I was used to for years. Right. And then. Mm-hmm. Johnny doesn't have a, like, at all, no jealousy in his entire body. Yeah, interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a hard transition to go from a super jealous boyfriend to a completely non-jealous husband. Yeah, and like I said, same thing with the trust. You wouldn't necessarily believe it or buy it at first because you're not used to it at all. Yeah. It's very foreign to you. And now, how long had you been married again? I forget. Like, how long was it when you guys first decided to hook up with that first guy, which was the tattoo guy? Uh, so we've been married for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And that was about, I would say, three years in. Right. Now, how was that first experience for you? Were you nervous still at that point, too? Because here you are, a, a, a girl who had a past of guys being super jealous, and now you're going to, like, fuck a guy in front of your guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would... Starting off, like, I would say the first, like, couple minutes was I was a little bit worried, but then yeah. I kind of just get in the moment, and yeah. then... That all goes away. Yeah, I think when you get really horny, it's kind of like being drunk. You're not in like reality, you know? (laughs) So you probably, the first couple of minutes, you're still straight. And then the minute you start to get turned on, you're in that horny, drunken state. So you're not fucking thinking about it. You're just into it. So it was a very hot experience having those two guys. Was that something that you really enjoyed? I do. I, I love having two guys at the same time. It's actually one of my favorite things. (laughs) Really? I know he told me you did two. You did uh, like DPs. I just had someone talking about DVPs where it's two dicks and one vagina. But the DPs is different. You've done DPs a lot too, right? With guys like he said a bunch of times. Yeah. Yep. Those are interesting. They're fun. They're both guys have to be super comfortable because they're pretty close. But. It usually it's worked out every time. So, and I love it because I honestly just like all the attention on me. It's kind of (laughs) nice. Yeah. Right now. Do you have a type? I know that for your guy, he goes looking for the guys a lot of the times. Right. And he knows that he's looking for someone that's bigger than him and better and that kind of thing. Like he really wants to see you having a good time. Do you have a type? Um, I know I like, you're a size queen. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, now I am. I wasn't before. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You um, mean because you've had so many guys, now you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when you've had, like, a pick, right, of different sizes and shapes and all that kind of stuff, you kind of, you know, have your favorite body type and dick size and all that kind of stuff. Um. My type, I like like fit guys. Right, because you're a gym person. Like, mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I take care of myself, so I, in turn, look for that. Right. 
because it's sexier, I think. Like, if people take care of themselves, that's really hot. And they have to be, like, intellectual. They have to be able to carry a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because if they're dumb, I can't talk to them. And then it's a turnoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think most <laughs> women have that, right? Yeah. You know? What about, like, yep. I, I know that you did a full swap with that tattoo guy. Eventually he brought in a girlfriend of his and there was a full swap and you did, you weren't into seeing him with another girl, right? No, that was really hard for me. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure why it makes, I don't know. It makes me feel terrible inside. I just don't That's like okay. it. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's important. It's great that you were able, you guys were able, you know, you put that out there he was like, okay, and you were able to move on from that. I mean, know thyself is my favorite quote. You know, it sounds a lot easier than yeah. done. And I think a lot of people sometimes hide a lot of who they are and how they feel because they're afraid it makes them look weak or whatever. And even like you, when you're saying it, you're like, oh, I don't know why. I mean, because that's just how you fucking felt. And most people would understand that, you know. That's true. He's the more yeah. abnormal one in this situation that he has zero <laughs> jealousy, you know, seeing the woman he loves with somebody yeah. else. Like, that's the thing that's more perplexing, you know. He, But yet you're the one saying, I don't know why I, I found it hard to see my husband <laughs> fucking somebody else. It's like, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. And so you've never been with girls or hot. That's not a thing that you're into. You're just strictly dickly, like totally into two guys. That's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one time, the full swap with the girl. It wasn't my favorite thing. Right. <laughs> honestly. right. Um, I'm not attracted to girls. I, I like dick. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And now I know that like he had some really sort you know hot scenario where he was like oh she would meet this guy and she would turn on like the you know her recorder and record herself having sex and then give me like a play by play and I could just imagine how like supercharged and hot that could be if that's what you're into because you don't have yeah. the visual but having just the audio oh. and just the text and allowing your mind to sort of go there like that's kind of like really hot like is do you, now I know why that's hot for him he's on the receiving end I'm assuming and you yeah. tell me is that hot for you too that you know you're taping it and your guy's gonna listen and he's back home waiting does that make that whole situation supercharged it does and the main thing for me is to obviously make our relationship stronger which yeah. sounds strange but fucking other men but <laughs> It does. It like keeps a variety in our relationship. And then me recording it um, and seeing how much pleasure he gets from that. Yeah. That makes it harder for me because I know how important that is to him and how much that turns him on too. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the cream pie scenario that you guys mock up. And he was saying that he really yeah. loves reclaiming and you getting on top of him after some guy just came inside of you whatever and he was like I don't know if she likes it for herself or she's doing that because she sees how much I like it and I was like no she probably likes it herself because you know she's been there done everything else maybe this is just another hot thing yeah. but a big part of it for you is how much he's turned on by it and you're pleasing him 
Yes. That's mm-hmm. a big part of it. I also enjoy it, but like my main thing is I love making him happy and I just love it. It turns me on more when he's really turned on. So it just works. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because your guy, like, how do you feel about him becoming a little bit more of a cuck as time has gone by? I mean, because he didn't really start out that way and you guys didn't really. I mean, I asked him this like I was like, oh, were you super surprised? Because here you were a couple that was just thinking you're going to have a threesome with a guy. And now you're like doing chastity and, you know, he's watching you and he wants guys with big dicks fucking you. You know, it's like gone in a direction that he was even surprised it went to. You know, I mean, were you surprised of where you guys are or where you wound up? Yeah, I I am actually. (laughs) It's uh, it's a. It's different, and I I love it, but I love that we're always evolving. Yeah. Like trying new things, and we're not afraid to try new things with each other, or we're never afraid to tell each other our fantasies and things we would love to try or do, no matter how strange we may think they are. <laughs> Yeah, it's full transparency. How amazing. I mean, I think that that's everybody's dream and but everybody's biggest fear is to really put themselves out there because there's nothing more scarier than that than someone saying like, ew, or what the fuck are you into? You know, it's like, but you and him, are you're super open. I mean, what is on your bucket list or your fantasy to do next? Well, we've been talking lately, actually, about bringing in a couple more guys. Like, maybe I'll have three guys at once. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe four, eventually. Gang, (laughs) Um, bang. Do I hear you saying gang, bang? (laughs) Yes, possibly a gang, bang. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to, like, where we're located, it's quite hard to find people yeah yeah yeah. So we actually have to travel mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen as often as we would like but when it does happen we try and set up a couple nights worth of fun <laughs> you know i remember your guy uh saying that you had a guy that used to come over and see you while your yeah. husband was and I was like what about the fucking neighbors that's what I'm thinking like what were the neighbors oh, thinking yeah. right but you guys live <laughs> in the middle of nowhere so there's no neighbors wondering that shit <laughs> no no neighbors but yes I did have a guy that used to come to the house almost daily mm-hmm. and I would have sex with him during the day and like send my husband pictures and video and stuff like that And then that scenario got a little awkward because he fell in love with me. Oh, no. I remember that, yeah. To leave my husband and, yeah, so that didn't work out. So So how would those situations, wait, but how would those situations go that he fell for you? Was it like uh, you would have sex and because you do say, you did say, I like these guys to be able to have a conversation. I mean, would you hang out with him before, after a lot of texting goes on? I mean, how did he get so whipped? Um, yeah, like we would talk before and then, yeah, after a bit and over text messages. Um, and I just think, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, Johnny says that I am very naive and I don't (laughs) realize. 
I also think, no, but this is what I think. I also think sometimes, you know, if I was talking to that guy, the guy that was coming over your house and fucking some other man's wife, I mean, he knew the deal. He does. He knows you're with a husband. He knows, you know, you're coming home and this is all for your thing. He knows you're in love with someone else, but all of a sudden he's copying feelings for you. Now, if that guy called me and I've heard from that guy many times before or girls that are doing the same thing, fucking a married guy. And like, this is the only guy I love and I'm so hooked on him. And what I would say to that person and what I think is happening and that end is that person is completely unavailable for a, a real relationship. And the only person they could really open their heart to is somebody who's safe, m- meaning they have a fucking relationship, meaning it's never going to fucking work out, you know? So yeah. It, it, yeah. A lot of times that's what's happening subconsciously. I've been that person. Okay. I've been that commitment phobe that could get totally down for a situation. Yeah. And I think that I'm totally into this person, but it's only because, they're completely unavailable if you were completely not with anybody else and he was coming over your your house all the time probably 10 other girls that wished they would be his girlfriend and he was like I'm not I'm not looking for anything and then he falls in love with the married girl you know I mean a lot of times that's what's happening but whatever you know um and maybe it's also because you give good head or because you're so down for sex and they wish I mean listen a lot of guys listening to you and where you're coming from and how you you know you say like I just love doing this and it's like pleasing my husband and you're totally down for it and you're very open about it uh a lot of guys would want a girl like you you know that's also could be going on right yep I know your guy's gonna send me in like anonymous pics of you two but um, let me ask you a question because I have a, a guy. I'm going to give him a shout out. He's a YouTuber that I'm a YouTuber and he's always commenting. His name is Howard and he's always, he used to be a psychologist, Howard. He always emails me. I know a lot about him. He's very nice. And he's always like, ask your people about STDs. Why? And I started to do it for him a little bit more. And because, and especially like, like if you're hearing a couple like you, where you have a lot of this reclaiming sex going on and there's cream pies and you're coming and he's eating it and he loves it, you know, <laughs> what do yeah. you do to keep yourself safe um well when he talks to these guys at first yeah we usually will find out if they've been tested Mm -hmm. and I I obviously have been and I do all the time just to make sure yeah yeah. I'm safe and Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. clean and all that kind of stuff um so we expect the same of them Right. So he's vetting them and that's so how if you're, someone, yeah. Yes. And if there's someone that's like, he's unsure of, like we won't even bother. Right. So it's like, not like you do that with everybody. That, no. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to put out there because I, we, I always get a lot of judgy people, fucking judging people, you know? Yeah. And I think that if they don't get yeah. that kind of information straight from your mouth, they're going to be like, Oh, they just fuck anyone without condoms. Like, you know, but it, that's not the case. That's what you're saying. It's only like the people that you know, because you've had certain conversations with that they're okay to do that with, but it's not everyone. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Now, do yeah. any of your friends know about this a couple of them know, mm-hmm. um, and most like the people that do know are my non-judgy people. Yeah, um, I find it very hard to tell certain people just because of their personalities and how I would be treated if they knew. Yeah. So yeah, we're 
pretty careful with who knows. Mm-hmm. Although in the last year, we're a little less worried about it because I'm kind of at the I don't give a fuck stage. In life? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, are you I'm almost not 40? embarrassed of who I am. How old are you? I am just turned 40? 40 yeah that's when it starts that's like yeah. I that's why I said you're 40 like that's when you start to be like I don't give a fuck yeah. what people think anymore you know that's when it starts <laughs> yeah so that's kind of been my thing in the last year and I've actually told more people in the last year than in the last 12 years Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, because you guys, listen, you said, do the math. You said you've been married 15 years. You did it three years in. So you guys have been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. What, do you have like a hottest story ever that you could remember or a couple of them? Like, what is the top of the mountain for you? Is it when you do a DP? Is it when you have two, like when you're there, you have them together? Do you ever see guys separate? I mean, what is the hottest scenario for you that you could remember? The hottest thing... That I well, I have a couple, I guess. Yeah, tell me. So, as things have evolved, um, when I first started, we started with the threesome together, and then I did like I would go and fuck a guy on my own. Yeah. And then I would come home to my husband. Mm-hmm. And then we've kind of evolved more to he's there with me, which makes me more comfortable. Um, so, at the start of this evolving, um, I slept with this guy, and I know I can't say names, but... No, just say um, who, you know, make a fake name for him, like he's like, you know, if you met him in a bar, so he's a bar guy, bar guy, I have you know, a make fake a... name for him. Yeah, okay, give me. Yeah, I have a fake name for him that my husband and I have called him since the start, so canine. Canine? Okay. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the hot scenario was I went to the city where he lives, mm-hmm. and I had never met him face-to-face before, and I got a hotel room, and I told them what room I was in, and I figured that we would talk for a couple minutes before anything happened, but as soon as I opened the door when he got there, he like started kissing me in my neck and then we just ended up having sex and I didn't even talk to him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like stranger sex, was, they call it. Yeah. It was, but it was super hot. And he, like we had texted back and forth for a few weeks before I had met him. Uh huh. And he did exactly what I said my fantasy was. Like, oh, wow. And what was that fantasy? Neck and yeah. Well, I, I like melt when guys kiss me on the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. So he started with that and then he pushed me up against the wall and we had sex against the wall and just the whole scenario was super hot. Right. And I actually saw him that one time and I didn't see him until that was six years ago. Yeah. I didn't see him again until this year. Oh, wow. How did that come about? Did he hit you up? Um, well, he would text me, I don't know, like randomly once yeah. every three or four months, just over the six years. And we just kind of kept in contact. And then um, he found out that I was 
coming to his city with my husband. Mm-hmm. And so we set up a meet and I wanted them to meet and see how things went. And we ended up having a threesome. <laughs> so it was awesome. Was there a DP with that guy? There was. Oh, there you go. Well, what, who was your first DP? Do you remember that time that what that, when that happened? Or actually, sorry, with him, it was DVP. Oh, you have done the DVP too. I didn't even know what that fucking was until yeah. like a like a couple months ago. Because now I just hear it a lot. <laughs> Two dicks yep, inside you at the same time. Yes. Right, says the girl who was like, "Yeah, that you weren't always a uh, size queen, but how could you not be after all that?" Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that happened recently, or that was something that was. Uh... Yeah. That was uh, just a few weeks ago, actually. Wow. So, and, you know, you mentioned early on that, you know, you do it not just for the variety, but you wanted to make your relationship stronger. Now, has it? It has, definitely. Mm -hmm. In what way? Explain, because I think a lot of people, like I said, it's for those judgy people. You know, explain to them how this could actually not only work, but help a marriage well it helps with communication Mm because you have to be completely honest with your partner about everything yeah um it makes you more inclined to tell them your fantasies and things you would like to try um without fear of them thinking you're weird or whatever yeah um and it definitely helps out in the bedroom like if you've been married for 15 years, it's kind of the same ish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so to add variety to that is huge. Yeah, major. And it makes your sex life so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, those are the main things. Yeah, no, I know. And I think that, and I mentioned this before once I was listening to someone else's podcast, they had Dr. Drew on and he was like, oh, that never works in relationships. But I think that a lot of people just hear the negative aspect or the in the relationships where it doesn't work. And sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes it does. And I like I like all kinds of stories because I like I'm a realist and I like to show the real truth. And the real truth is sometimes it does uh, cause an explosion in a relationship and it ruins it. And it, it a relationship can sustain it. But there's a lot of times just as many times that it does work and it's okay. And even some people who have done it and then they got divorced a lot of times are like, you know, maybe they got divorced for some other reason that didn't have to do with that. You know, I think everyone just assumes it can't work or it doesn't, but you guys were doing it 15 years. Yes. (laughs) Right. I mean, if it wasn't going to work, it wasn't, it would have, it would have blown up, you know, 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. Yep. I mean, because I would assume when you're explaining it to your girlfriends, you know, that's a big part of your explanation. You know, it's not just all the sex. Like, you, you want them to know that this is, like, something that only has helped your marriage and made it better just so that they don't get, you know, judgy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Most people that I choose to tell are, well, first their jaws drop because they, <laughs> yeah. like, don't expect that from me. Yeah. Um, and then they're full of like a thousand questions. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and they're by the end of my explanation and telling them about our lifestyle, they're always like, oh, I wish my husband was like that. Wow. These are girls. And I, yeah, like I just tell them like, how do you know know, he's not a conversation? That's, that's how ours started with a conversation. Exactly. It's funny because I just had a girl on Ember who talked all about being a hot wife and her and her husband have been together a long time and then they opened it up and she fucks guys on the side, whatever. And she was saying to me, oh, she's gotten hit up so much from my listeners and so many guys asking her, like, how do I get my wife to be like you, you know? So I just wonder if a couple of those girlfriends if their husbands are sitting at home secretly listening to my show or googling hot wife porn and that's what they're into (laughs) but they're afraid to say it and your girls are like oh I wish I had that too because they've been married forever to the same guy they want new dick you know I don't know (laughs) but like you said it's just communication I mean I think a lot of people don't put that stuff on the table because of all the reasons that you said in the beginning you know is this a trap there's a lot it's loaded yeah exactly I I think most people just don't communicate enough mm-hmm. with each other like I think so many marriages could be saved with a conversation if you would look back then when you first met this guy because he didn't start this until three years in like were you, would you if like someone told you that when you first met him like oh you know what you guys are going to be doing 15 years from now <laughs> you know would you have believed it I mean were <laughs> you guys because you said your friends are like oh we they can't believe that you did that I mean I don't know you but you must exude sort of the opposite vibe is that the same with Johnny like or, and did you were you guys freaky from the start or very vanilla I guess that's my quick way of saying um well I guess we we're more vanilla at the start mm-hmm. um but things quickly evolved because you get more comfortable with with each other and he's very good at communicating which he had to teach me because my past relationships I couldn't ask the questions I wanted to ask and say the things I wanted to say right so he made me more comfortable in my own skin and comfortable with asking him questions and things like that where I wasn't before. Yeah. So no. he definitely is the one who opened me up to a lot more. Right. And really had you come into your own. And yeah, no, I could tell. Cause I mean, when he called in, I was like, wow. I mean, he just did, a half of a episode because I wanted to get you on too and just for a little bit, you know, but yeah. he was like at the end, I was like, oh, you did so good. I mean, he was a very good storyteller in that he told the whole story. He oh, yeah. he said enough details, enough big picture. You know, it was just like perfect. It was great. But I'm just so happy to have had you on to give uh, the other half and your side of the story. People are always interested uh, from hearing from the woman as well. I think maybe I'll have you. I do a thing now. Uh, it's called Girl Talk. I'm doing it every other Friday. I air episodes. And I need a girl to rap about dick size. I mean, guys are so obsessed with dick size. Whether they're a guy like you and they, they want it to be bigger or they don't <laughs> or they have insecurities. I don't know. When I mention anything about dick size on any episode people will chime in about that one little thing and talk about it for hours (laughs) that I think we could really have a whole conversation just about tick size with you and I'd love to have you back on and talk about more stuff like when it comes to SEX because you are super open so um, I'll email you about that Amanda thank you so much for calling in and telling your story make sure to send me those pics I told your guy like 
just anonymous pics that are rated R, not rated X. I can't tell you the shit sure. that people send me. I get off the phone and then I see a picture <laughs> of like them blowing somebody. I'm like, I, I can't post that. Send me like sexy pics. Like, all the girls said in like lingerie, stuff like that, but no like naked shots or anything, you know. Uh, for my Patreon, okay. but thanks so much. And then I'll also email you guys about you calling in and to talk about dick size. It's going to be good. Okay, great. All, all right, that thanks, Amanda. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad free and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics so if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad free sign up for my patreon patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast the link is also in the description below thanks so much for listening Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.